Do you want an amazing marriage? Are you ready to take your marriage to the next level? Then stick around for your Marriage Matters podcast with Marriage Coach Lynn. Let's put some fun and sizzle into your relationship. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We all want a happy marriage. What is happiness? Is it an elusive dream? Is it possible? Today, we will talk about how we can have a more joy-filled relationship. I will share my list of 10 qualities of a happy marriage. We are going to do a five-part series on how to have a happy marriage. This whole podcast is aimed at improving your most important relationship, but we will focus on specific things you can do to insert more happiness into your marriage. Ready? First, we need to keep three things in mind. One, the goal of marriage is not happiness, but betterment. Two, you will encounter periods of unhappiness in your marriage. And three, happiness is a choice. Number one, the goal of marriage is not to be happy, but betterment. It's the joining of two people who promise, vow, and commit to journey through life for better or for worse in sickness and in health for the main purpose of bettering yourself for the betterment of society and your soul. It's about going through life maturing in productive ways as you grow older, less emphasis on the self and more on others. This takes away the concept of selfish personal happiness and makes an appeal for the greater good of marriage, family, and society. We have so many community and world problems due to an overemphasis on personal happiness and personal selfishness. There is loss of connectedness and love for neighbor, and it starts with individuals and marriage. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for happiness in the general sense. What is not healthy is the striving excessively from an immature inner child obsessed with the ego. That's not a productive happiness. That kind of happiness involves hurting, neglecting, or using other people. Most of us have the goal of being happy, but happiness can be fleeting, short-lived, and is not really the best measure of a solid marriage. Happiness is often the result of a life lived well. Happiness is a decision or choice. Are you a happy person? If you work on yourself, maybe you will have a happier marriage. Sometimes, if the woman of the household is unhappy, it sets the tone for the rest of the family. It's also well known that a man or woman who is struggling with his job or has a lot of stress in his or her life and who might not be happy finds that this trickles down to the marriage and family life. Number two, most likely you will encounter periods of unhappiness in your marriage. Disillusion, disappointment, you might cry tears that last days, weeks, months, and for some, years. Is this when we bail out of the marriage, thinking we will find happiness elsewhere or in another partner? The statistics reveal otherwise. Many people who divorce find temporary euphoria, but interview them one year later and you'll find a different story. Current statistics, most divorces end around the seven year point and the second marriage ends in divorce around the five-year point. All of these couples will tell you that they were on top of the world with happiness when they got married, 
thinking it would last. Oh, our relationship is different. It's not like everyone else's out there. Yet they have two divorces in the course of 15 to 20 years. What happened with this notion of happiness? Fulton Sheen has excellent books and discussions on happiness. I suggest you take a look at some of his writings. When things get to your breaking point, do you have what it takes to dig in, problem solve, wait patiently, seek understanding, dissolve the wall of resentment, discuss the tough issues with your partner? Are you willing to seek the right kind of help? Number three, happiness is a choice. You can choose to be cheerful, to see the bright side of things, even in severe hardship. Maybe you know of someone who seems very happy, but has a tragic and difficult life. Here is a quote from author and college president Nito Cobain. Quote, people who are looking for something to make them happy somehow never seem to find it. Yet those who find a way to be happy while they are looking for something typically find what they are looking for." End quote. We can look at happiness from the perspective of the individual and the couple. What is your individual passion or passions? Do you have a passion as a couple? What is your yearning? Do you have a yearning? Have you communicated this to your spouse? Has your spouse responded? Does he or she care? Happiness is linked with caring about your partner and seeking to understand. Take a look again at the Sound Relationship House. Couples who reach the top two levels, which are the create shared meaning and make life dreams come true, report high degrees of happiness and satisfaction in their marriage. When women have affairs, there is a missing piece, such as lack of affection, romance, companionship, and poor communication, which all reveal low emotional intimacy Usually, there is something missing emotionally. She feels an emptiness and might feel at some level that her spouse doesn't understand her or care about her. She could feel ignored or unappreciated by her husband. Rather than reach toward him and work through what is missing, a coworker, friend, or acquaintance might feel this longing or yearning for what she doesn't have. In the wife's mind, the husband is emotionally unavailable or clueless. Maybe he doesn't care to listen or understand her. She could be sexually unfulfilled or angry about past hurts. The couple is unhappy, living side by side, not face to face. My top 10 qualities of happy marriages. Sacrifice, love map, positive view of your marriage history, endurance emerging from commitment, teamwork and shared sense of meaning, addressing each other's wants and needs, pay attention to the little things, highly developed communication skills, having a solid friendship, and being countercultural in a society that doesn't highly value marriage and family. Everyone has a list of how to have a happy marriage. Dr. Scott Haltzman from Brown University summed things up as follows. Men want to be your hero. He says that many men have ADD, so act like a reporter and don't bury the lead. In other words, get to the point first and then fill in the backstory. Talk less or in bullet points. He also says that in today's busy world, women are tired 
and if men wanted a better sex life or more sex, they need to do more housework. Let's talk about self-giving love. To be happy, you have to understand that you sometimes have to give up your desires for the greater good of the marriage and family. Let's say the husband wants to buy a two-door sports car and you have three young kids under age eight. Maybe the sports car and the Saturday golf outings will have to be set aside for a while. Decision-making should now be focused on the family, not the individual. Our modern world is hung up on self-getting love, not self-giving love. We find fulfillment when we live our relationships well. Authors Leslie and Les Parrott say that happiness is a habit you develop. You have to adopt a positive attitude and program your mind for a happy marriage. Many negative people think they could be positive if their circumstances were different, if they had a better job or lived in a better place. Happiness does not hinge on circumstances, but attitude. And then habits go hand in hand with our attitudes. The parrots have written a few good books and here's one you might like to check. Saving your second marriage before it starts. You must take responsibility for your own attitude and feelings. For example, you come home from work excited and you share good news with your partner who seems to have lukewarm enthusiasm. Meanwhile, your partner had a bad day and is thinking, how selfish, she doesn't care about me. As you can see, each has their own stuff going on, but each expects the other to always be there. So adopt a no-fault, no-blame attitude. The idea is to remember that no one can make another person unhappy. Viktor Frankl, author of Man's Search for Meaning, survived the horrors of Nazi concentration camps and said that someone can take everything from you, but not the power to choose your own attitude. So what's the secret of happy couples? Not money, health, success, beauty, intelligence, great job, or a great lifestyle, but the partner's ability to adjust to things beyond his or her control. Inner strength, adapting to changes, inner fortitude, strong moral character, and inner attitude are much more important than any of those things. You must cultivate contentment in every circumstance. The habit of happiness is an inside job. If you find the right attitude in spite of atmospheric conditions, if you program your mind with positive impulses, and if you adjust to things beyond your control, you will discover that living happily ever after need not be a myth, says Les Parrott. If you want a happier marriage, there is a tool to help and it's called Re-Energize Your Marriage in 21 Days. That's available on Amazon.com and Smashworth.com. Next week, we'll talk about the importance of becoming your spouse's better half. Until then, make your marriage great.